Welcome to the Grow with Scott podcast, where I provide free gardening tips and education. Today's episode is sponsored by the Shutter Seed Company, Michigan Bread and Grown. Find them at www.shutterseedco.com. You can also find me over on Patreon now, where you can join up, find a bunch of education, free beans, gifts, charts. There's also an entire grow guide. You can find that at www.patreon.com forward slash grow with scott the contributions to the show are greatly appreciated and help keep the show afloat i'll leave a link to the show notes below and with no further ado let's get into the show Welcome back. Thank you for joining me. In today's episode, I will be talking about cloning, the reasons why I clone, and the techniques I use when cloning. First, let's start with why I like to clone. Uh, To start off, in my opinion, two plants are always better than one. Uh, If I can, I'll clone two, three, four, five, depending on how many I can handle. One of the biggest reasons I like to do the cloning is in case one actually dies. It's real easy to fuck shit up. So what I'm saying is if you have two and you fuck one up, you always got one to work off of. So just that's actually one of the main reasons. I also think it's important to cut and root your clones before you flip into flower. Uh, You'll be upset with yourself if you find a unicorn and you didn't cut clones. Like that one in a million odds of finding that one awesome phenome and you find out after flower that it was the one you want but you didn't cut that clone. That really, really sucks. So cut that clone, just continue that line. So that's uh, just a couple reasons why I like to clone. Alright, now let's talk about uh, clone cutting. The first thing to talk about is having healthy mother plants. To have a healthy clone, you need a healthy donor plant. Um, unhealthy donor plants could produce lackluster clones. Uh, my, my rule is uh, fire in, fire out. So use the healthiest plant you have when cloning. When cloning, I know some people will be talking about uh, genetic drift. Uh, in my opinion, there is no genetic drift. I feel that people describe as genetic drift It's just people talking about unhealthy cuttings or just simply uh, getting a pathogen damage, uh, plant growth, stress, you know, other factors that happen while cloning. Um, I don't believe you actually get genetic drift by cloning. As long as you do it properly, cleanly, don't pass any pathogens, uh, keep it bug free, you know, just keep up on your IPM. Um, Genetic drift, I believe, is uh, not true. All right, now that you have chosen your mother plant, we need to now discuss techniques. Um, I'll explain a couple of ways I do it, starting with rapid rooters and ending with my favorite and easiest, in my opinion, the easy cloners or auto cloners. Uh, When you start cloning, we need to think about cleanliness of the room and cleanliness of your tools. Uh, It's important when cutting clones to keep a clean room. Uh, Keeping a clean room will keep you from those pathogens and diseases that cause that uh, so-called genetic drift. Uh, If you think about it, we are taking a sharp knife and 
like cutting a limb off that plant. Uh, you're basically performing surgery to that plant, exposing it to dangers, keeping it clean from like environmental problems uh, will help ensure a healthy clone. So hopefully you used a sanitized blade and hopefully your plant was bug and pathogen and disease free and hopefully your uh, easy cloner or propagation dome was clean. Um, hopefully you use clean uh, neoprene collars for your cloners. Uh, by doing this will help ensure your cloning success. Uh, every step you take in the grow environment, you will need to be thinking about your cleanliness. All right, let's talk uh, rapid rooters. Uh, it's an inexpensive option compared to the easy cloners. Step one, you're going to need to soak your rapid rooters in a weak pH balanced nutrient solution. I like to use the Clonex uh, cloning solution. Uh, not the cloning gel, not the purple gel, but the uh, cloning solution. It works great. I use this product at uh, the what it specifies on the side of the bottle. If you're using your veg nutrients, I would recommend using it at like a quarter strength uh, or, or an eighth of the strength. Uh, not very strong at all. Uh, I pH my solution between 5.8 to 6.3. I like to take more than one cloning clone, I mean, like I said earlier. I usually do at least two or three. Once I have my rooter soaked and I'm ready to go into the trays for my propagation dome, now it's time to uh, cut some clones. I like to cut the clones from a couple different parts of the plant. I like to use that top when I top it. I like to use that for a clone. Um, when I lollipop it, those lower branches that I cut off, I like to use those also. I just make sure I use, like I said, a healthy clone donor. Uh, you can take a clone from basically any part of the plant as long as it's healthy. And your cutting should be at least uh, 6 to 8 inches in height. Uh, should have about 2 to 3 inches of stem to insert into your plug or your rapid rooter. When you make your cut, uh, on your clone and you do those cuts uh, you do it at a 45 degree angle and also do it uh, at one of the nodes the nodes kind of look like a knuckle of your finger you cut at those nodes um, I like to cut all my clones at once to basically lessen the back and forth I'll fill a small glass full of water and place my cuttings into that so they don't get exposed to the air as much now that we have our cuttings in the glass, it's time to uh, prepare your cloning gel. I use the Clone X cloning gel hormone, uh, but you can use basically any rooting hormone. I like to fill a shot glass with a little Clone X gel uh, just to dip my cuttings in. That way, if my plant has any funk, it's not going to spread it to the entire bottle of the Clone X. All right, now that you've got your Clone X gel or your rooting gel into your um, shot glass and you got all your cuttings now this uh, this next step you can skip if you really want it in my opinion is more helpful in producing more roots but if you are inexperienced you you can stand a chance of maybe killing your plant or wrecking it um, what I like to do is the very bottom inch of the plant I like to or I'd say about quarter inch of the plant on the stem I like to take the scissors or my cutting utensil and just scrape the first layer off the stem. 
uh, exposing more of the inside. Uh, that way it gives it a uh, more surface area for that um, rooting hormone to contact and it uh, uh, just gives it more spots for the uh, roots to appear. Like I said earlier, your clone should be around uh, six to eight inches long, but that is kind of strain specific. You only need a very first, uh, like the first set of leaves and then like one more set of leaves. So you need your top set of leaves and then one more set of leaves. And then you need about uh, three inches or so of stalk for doing your uh, quarter inch of scraping. And that part will be dipped into the cloning gel. Now that you got the gel all over, you're going to carefully just basically stick it down into your rooters. I then like to give what I call my plants a haircut. Uh, you basically just trim the outer set of the leaves. Uh, if you look at the leaves, they'll start... If you picture the palm of your hand, you look at the middle of the palm and each, each part of the leaf has like a finger that comes out. Um, it starts out skinny, gets fat, then gets skinny again. Um, before it gets skinny again, at the fat part is where I like to uh, trim the plant. So I'll just trim it all the way around, all the leaves all the way around. That way um, you'll have more room in your, your cloning area. Also, in my opinion, uh, it freaks the plant out and makes it uh, shoot for roots quicker. Now that you got your clones put into your plugs, uh, now you need to put them into your propagation dome and put the lid on. Uh, put them into your bedroom under a 20 hour on and four off light cycle. After two to three days, check its water level. It, it, you don't want it to dry out. Um, if it's dry, uh, water it. Uh, if it's good, just put it back in the dome. Day five, I like to start to harden them off. Uh, I'll leave the dome off for like 15 minutes. And then I'll just repeat that daily, uh, slowly, uh, leaving them out longer and longer until they, they harden. And usually by between day 10 to 14, uh, you'll start to see the roots establish themselves. Uh, you may see the uh, roots start to poke out the bottom. Uh, if they do start poking off the bottom, uh, it's time to transplant into your beer cups and just do the uh, beer cup technique or your nursery pots or, or whatever technique you use next for your transplanting. So let's now talk about your easy cloners or your auto cloners which is probably the easiest way to clone if you ask me. Um, I guess that's why they call them the easy cloners. These uh, cloners, they come in many, uh, a lot of styles. Some hold four, um, all the way up to 64 individual clone spots. I'll try to include a link uh, where you can find these. Uh, so so you, have, you have on your gloves, of course, because you, you're dealing with chemicals got your gloves uh, you filled your cloner with the appropriate amount of water the clonex solution um, if you buy these cloners they'll, they'll have the the how to's uh, right along with it as to how much water to add so you put your solution in uh, not the hormone but the solution uh, you have your clones cut uh, at a 45 degree angle uh, you gently scrape the stalks you gave them a little bit of a haircut uh, you dip them into your cloning gel. Now, instead of placing them into your rapid rooters, uh, you're simply going to place them in your collar. These uh, neoprene collars, they, they open up like uh, Pac-Man, 
and you just simply slip it right over the stalk, uh, put it down in the hole, and in 10 to 14 days you have roots that will be hanging off the bottom of the plant. Uh, these easy cloners, they're, they're easy, <laughs> basically. They're super easy to use. Since I found them, I've used just the easy cloners. The neoprene collars, they clean real easy. Uh, you just got to keep your pumps clean in between uh, cloning sessions. That's, that's about it with the easy cloners. I just highly recommend if you're a new grower or new to cloning, um, these easy cloners, they're, they're the way to go. Uh, you don't have to worry about putting them in the humidity dome. I uh, just kind of spray them with water once or twice a day to uh, keep them a little bit fresh. And uh, like I said, 10 to 14 days, you'll see roots and transplant them just like anything else and off you go. But I will say, if I were you, I would learn the propagation dome because uh, if there is a chance that there is a power outage, these easy cloners aren't going to work. So you, that's another thing. You definitely need power for these easy cloners where the dome you don't need to. You just just need basically sunlight. Actually, you don't even need that because I've cloned in the dark um, before. So uh, that's another story I guess I can tell on a later date. Well, folks, uh, we're quickly reaching the end of today's show. Uh, but first, I wanted to answer a question from a listener uh, who goes by the name The Drizzler. <laughs> and they asked, hey, Scott, great show. Love the info. I recently popped some seeds and one of the six did not fully open. And I stuck. Oh, and it is stuck. What do I do? Well, first off. Thank you for the question. And second, the Drizzler is an awesome fucking name. I love that, the Drizzler. Uh, so my answer is this. That shit happens, man. <laughs> uh, it, it happens quite often. Uh, sometimes they, they, they need a little help. Uh, sometimes that little hull or that little shell husk gets stuck and, and basically won't release that leaf. Uh, I simply spray it with water. Uh, in a little spray bottle and try to soften it up and if that it, it should open up by itself with a little bit of help like that but if it doesn't I'll take like I said I'll spray it to help soften it up and then I'll take a like two pairs of tweezers tweezers uh, uh, tweezers and gently open open them up manually uh, just be gentle and just kind of crack them open the leaves should just simply uh, slide right out um, just just try spraying them first is, is my suggestion. Uh, thanks for the question there. And that was from the Drizzler. Give the Drizzler a shout out. What's up? Thanks for the uh, question. All right, that's about it for today's show. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to my new friend, the Drizzler, and a big up to the Shutter Seed Company for helping us out with uh, the beans. Uh, if you want a shout out on the show, uh, head over to www.patreon forward slash grow with Scott uh, sign up today uh, there's always if you have any questions or comments or anything like that just feel free to email me at the shutter at gmail.com if you feel this episode was informative and entertaining uh, just like share subscribe to this channel uh, I thank you again and just like to say life is dope do dope shit see you next time